what you're about to do in Jesus mighty name amen put your hands together for Jesus I want to fellowship more and I, I thought I could get a bit of time to just talk for a brief moment what I'm going to share every every statement I will make or every scripture I will use it could go on as a series but I just want to pick some few things and talk about it then we'll move on praise God so I said I want us to put our hands together for a father a man who I met many years ago I think I met him around 2010 and ever since I've met him he has been consistent he happened to be a uh, one of the children that the Lord has brought up in this ministry and he's grown from being a child to being a man and has moved on in the all the criteria levels to being a father he's just a blessing maybe if you have not encountered his blessing then you have enjoyed the blessing that he has relinquished upon somebody whose blessing you are enjoying i want us to put our hands together for our own father our own dickin dickin edward mccann put your hands together for him we love you we love you I thought you would stand on your feet and put your hands together. Stand on your feet, put your hands together for this wonderful man. Amen. Put your hands together for this wonderful man. We love you. We love you so much. Amen. Take your seat. Amen. If we can have few men like this one, our generation will be wonderful. Even when you meet his children, they are also called grandchildren grandfathers and I think you have gone through he calls me grand he, I'm, I'm, I'm not even yet there to be called your grandchild isn't it oh I will be there one day <laughs> amen and I say that I've, 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 I've happened to visit him many times and when you see his pictures when he was more younger he look more older. The more he's aging, he's looking more younger. I went for a walk with him many years ago at the seafront. And believe me, I was, I was running. He was walking, but I was running. And I thank God for your life. Amen. Put your hands together for him. And we have many fathers among us. There are not many fathers. I said the position of a father is more spiritual than physical. It's not everyone who has given birth to a child is a father. Praise the Lord. I said I'm not going to preach, I'm going to talk. Amen. And every bit of it, these are mysteries, these are truth. That if you embed, if you lie in them, it will make you great. Amen. I'm talking, uh, I'm just going to talk for a few minutes. Amen. Uh, a father is a man. So, no, I don't wait. A father, according to the meaning of father, a father means a man in relation to his child or children. So, a father is a war. 
Come on, be with me here. We're talking to each other. It's not going to be preaching. I said, a father is a war. In relation to a child or children. This can take several days. A, ma- a-, a father is a man who has got a relation with war a ch- his, to his child or children. So over here, I happen my spiritual father, who happened to be the general of Asia also, there were times in my life where I was reckless jumping around everywhere and one time the Lord opened my eyes and said, you call this man your father, he is your father, but you have not positioned yourself to enjoy the pleasure of being a son. When the Lord told me that in a dream, he said, son, there is nothing that I will do in your life without informing him. Every major step in your life, I will involve him. So a father is a spiritual man. Amen. So I don't want, when I talk like this, I'm not, I'm not operating under my own self. It is under an inspiration. A father, come for reduce it. Let me talk, so, reduce the volume. Let's reduce the volume. Reduce all. Amen. That's a minimum. So reduce it there. Amen. Keep on playing. A father must first become a man. A father must first become what? A man. A father must first become a man. So anybody who we call a father and he's not yet a man, he's not qualified to be a father. No, if you are a father, it means you must be a man before you become a father. Oh, it's scriptural. Amen. Let me stay here because of time. So a father, we must first qualify to become a man before trying to become a father. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 24, the Bible said, Therefore shall a man leave his father, his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife. And they shall be one flesh. Praise God. So any child who is born. And hasn't got a a spiritual body. Which comprises a mother and a father. There will be a big problem. The Bible said, A man shall leave his war, his father, and his mother. You can never become a father if you have not encountered a father. You cannot qualify. You are not able, you, are, you can't, in French, in French, we say, Ce n'est pas possible. It is not possible for you. To be a father without experiencing a fatherhood. Without experiencing 
the experience of a father. So if you are not privileged and you you are not you are not a beneficiary of a father, you will walk on this earth and never be a father. Praise the Lord. Jesus Christ in his presentation, the appearance of Jesus was not only to restore us to the to the father, but he introduced the concept of the family. So the Bible said that Jesus said, I do nothing, but everything I do is what I see my father doing. Jesus was successful in his life and ministry because he had a father. And it will be very, very difficult for you to sustain yourself in the world in which we find in without a father. I have my we have different type of father. We have spiritual fathers, we have biological father, and and, and spiritual fathers. Your father could also occupy as a spirit. Your father has got a spiritual responsibility over you. So if you are here and you don't have a father like me, a biological father, my late father, bless be him. Amen. If, I, if, I, if you are here and you haven't got a biological father, you are, don't worry, you'll be fine. But if you have a, a, a somebody who is also taken into your life as a father, he can still play that responsibility over your life. The Bible said, a man shall leave his father and his mother. The father and mother has got a responsibility in the life of this man. In Mark chapter 3 verse 20, verse 14, the Bible said in Mark chapter 3 verse 14, it said, And he ordained to us that they should be with him, that he might send them forth to preach. There is something you enjoy. Jesus Christ was saying that I'm going to send my disciples, but the only way I can send them is that so that they may be with me. And their ability to be sent is predicated on their ability to be able to stay with me. Your ability to become a man is subjected upon you being, an, being in the environment of your father and your mother. So those of us who are here, I'm talking about a journey. So the father you see right now wasn't a father until he stayed with his mom, with his mother and father. The Bible didn't say that a man shall leave his dad. And his mom. He said a man shall leave what? His mother. And his what? His father. Praise the Lord. The Bible said that that man will leave his mother and his father. And will be joined toward his wife. And his wife who is coming to meet him as a wife. He's coming on the strength of being what? A woman. So you can't become a mother until you are what? A woman. Be with me here. I'm going somewhere. Now, when you look at the word father, it means souls. When you see the word mother, it also represents womb. So when you have like a conception, when the sperm goes inside the woman, it carries, it is carried in the womb. And a baby comes out. Now I want you to imagine this. The source of the baby is the man. 
But the man just dropped it and walked away. And the womb, that's what contains it. But what the womb is carrying has a source. Even though the womb can carry something, it hasn't got the capacity to, to bat it or to produce it, but it must come from somewhere. Then when it comes from somewhere, that someone will just drop it in the womb and the womb will contain it and will produce a baby. Put your hands together for Jesus. If you are here and you are married and I'm telling you that the word father also represents souls and the father cannot become a father until he becomes a man. A man is there, he's a, he's the one who produces, he, he releases seed. And the womb man is the man who has got a womb and contains it. Let me go back before I lose my preaching here. The Bible says that in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22. It said, a man, a good man, leave an inheritance to his children's word. Children. Don't worry about it. The Bible said that the word of the sinner is stored up for the unrighteous. That one, I love it. I take it every time. But the point I want to drive is that if a, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children, this scripture could have been written as, a good father leaves an inheritance for his children, but he never used the word father. He's using the word man. Praise the Lord. So it is very, very important that any male child becomes a man. The Bible said that obey the instructions of your word, of your father. So when you see a person, a male, who qualified to be called a man, he's somebody who has undergone instruction. And the Bible said in Proverbs, it said, lean on the teachings of your own, of your mother. Fathers releases instruction. So when you meet a man, he's somebody who has undergone instructions. He's somebody who has undergone teachings. He's not reckless. He's not a bastard. He's not bubbling. He's a man who is under control. Hey. Have you found such a man? The beauty of a woman is seen when he's able to attain under the covering of a man. Forget about this nonsense going on in outside the world. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Those of you who are young, <laughs> we don't marry with calves. We don't marry with our poker shoes. We don't marry with English or eloquency. We marry because we are what we call women. Praise the Lord. I said, 
I said what? The marriage is a ground for which God used to mold women and what? And men. The success of an individual can be predicted by the parents he receives. Amen. In, I said all of this, I can talk about it for days, but I want to pick something. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7. Praise the Lord. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7. Amplify said, In the same way, you husbands leaves, live with your wives in an understanding way with great gentleness. The word gentleness, you can't pick it from anywhere, but you can pick it from a man. Praise the Lord. Gentleness is in who? A man, not in a male. Gentleness is not in a, in a male. It's in a, in a man. So if you see a male and you think he's a man, it takes time to identify a man. It said, with an intelligent regard for the marriage relationship, as with someone physically weaker, since she is what? Ah, come on, be with she is a she's what? She's a what? She's not a female, she's a what? A woman. It said honoring the woman as what? As physically what? The weaker. It says, show her honor and respect. Honor and respect doesn't come from males. It comes from who? Man. As a fellow heir of the grace of life. So that your prayer would not be what? Hindered or what? Ineffective. Because of time. So I am telling you that. Every man, I repeat, every man needs a woman. Every man that does what needs a woman. And a man without a woman is incomplete. Praise the Lord. A man without a woman is what? And a woman without a man is what? Incomplete. Today, any incomplete equation of life in your life, may God ratify it in the name of Jesus. I want you to understand something. God brought the woman into the life of a man. But the man cannot be able to take care of the woman until he has qualified. The male cannot become able to carry what God has given to him until he becomes a man. And one of the things you must understand is that the man must handle the woman who happened to be the womb in a very precise and gentle way. Praise the Lord. So this woman I'll get to the fathers, don't worry. This woman 
is going to be with a man. And the Bible said that they will put together a man and a ward and a female. A man and woman will be put together and they will become one. And when they become one, the Bible said that when they meet together and they begin to know each other, they produces a child. And that child referred to the woman as a mother. And he refers to the man as a word, as a father. So when the child comes into the, an environment, he's not going to meet a man. He's not going to, when the child is born, the child who calls you father, he's supposed to come into an atmosphere. An atmosphere that will cause him to be able to become a man or a woman. But that atmosphere is not an isolated atmosphere of a man. It is not an atmosphere of a woman. But it is the combination of a man and a woman. Be with me here. So our children must not come and meet a man. That atmosphere must not, must not be what? A man atmosphere. It must not become a woman atmosphere. It must become an, uh, the embodiment of a man and a woman. Praise the Lord. So a man cannot be a man without a woman. And a man cannot be a man without what? A man. Praise the Lord. <laughs> this relationship I'm talking about the child being born this relationship is triangular it's a tripita it's a triangular ladder so when the child comes he's not this relationship is rectangular what do I mean one of the things that a father must have. I want to talk about two things here. The first thing I want to talk about is that if you want to be successful as a father, you must have the ability, say ability. I'm talking about the ability to accept or to tolerate, delay, problems, suffering without becoming annoyed. Or anxious. The capacity to accept or to relate delay problems or suffering without becoming what annoying or anxious. I'm talking about patience. A father that who the man who has qualified to be a father is the man who has got patience. Because if you are a father, there are things that you will, you will encounter that if you don't have patience, you will not survive in the environment in which you find yourself. And I know that I want you to understand that the Bible talks about the fact that the man is the head, the husband is the head of the, of the wife, isn't it? Now, so what I want you to understand is that as the head and as a father... You must be able to have the spirit and the ability. You have to get the capacity. Say capacity. Capacity is the embodiment of different things put together. Precious one, if you're a father, there is something you need. And that is called patience. 
If you want to deal with your, the woman, you have to deal with patience. If you have to deal with the child, you have to deal with it with patience. Because your position is very, very integral. Praise the Lord. In this tripartite relationship without the, this capacity of endowment, the relationship can never go far. In Ephesians chapter 5 verse 23, the Bible said, For the husband is the head of the wife, and also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Now, if I don't want, I don't want to go deep down into this, but what I want you to understand is this. The husband who is now, who has gone through husband and now is a father. What I want you to understand is that God is saying to you that you must be in the place of Christ. I, what, what I'm referring to is that you can't have a child. You can't have anybody calling you a father and there is no husband or wife in the house. No. So I'm dealing with so many things within this short time. What I am referring here is that the father has been placed in the place of Christ. And without the head, it said that Jesus is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. So the father who happened to be once a husband must be the determinant of the success of everything that happens in the family. Now, if you don't occupy in the place of Christ, could not succeed in his place as Christ without being spiritual. Say to a father beside you, Father, be spiritual. Come on, say to your neighbor, my father will be spiritual. Because of time, I just want to jump straight away here. So, one of the things we need as fathers is that we must be what? Patience. And I want to pray over everybody's life here. That God will make every father in the house patient. Amen. Because of time, I'm jumping. The next thing I want to talk about, so I've talked about the father must have the ability to be able to tolerate things they shouldn't tolerate under normal circumstances, but because they are fathers, they have to be tolerating that. The second thing I want to talk about to finish it is that the father must be a generational thinker. The father must be what? A generational thinker. When you meet a boy, boys are in the immediate environment. Immediately you become a man and you move on to become a father. Immediately you become a father. One of the things that should be one of your attributes is that you have to be generational in your thinking. Praise the Lord. That is why the Bible said a good man leaves all. An inheritance. An inheritance is based in the future realm. Praise the Lord. With this, we prevent our children from starting from where we started from and getting them to be better in, start, in their starting point. Nowadays, what we fail to understand, fathers, we have to be generational thinkers. 
If you are a father here, you have to be generational world thinker. If you meet a father who is more of a thinker of the immediate, without being a generational thinker, he's going to fail his children. The generation in which we find ourselves is lacking fathers. But I pray that you will not lack a father in your life. The Bible said in Genesis 17 verse 5, It said, Neither shall thy name anymore be called Abraham, but thy name shall be called Abraham. For a father of what? Many nations have I made thee. God made Abraham to become father of many nations. His blessings was, was able to transcend his generation. I pray that all fathers in the house will be embedded, will have the embodiment, and will have the strength to be able to be generational in their thinking. Laying generational foundation on which our children, children can enjoy. In 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 3, Solomon showed his love for the Lord by walking according to the instructions given to him by his father David except that he offered sacrifice and burnt incense on the high places now how did Solomon how did he walk in the presence of God he obeyed the instruction of his father when I read the book of first Chronicles chapter 29 verse 19 Verse 18 to 19, First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 18 to 19. The Bible said, Lord, this was a prayer of a father. He knew that he must carry Solomon into the next generation. Look at what Solomon, David did for his son. Look at what Abraham did. The Bible said, Lord, God of our father Abraham, Isaac and Israel, keep these desires and taught in the heart of your people forever keep their heart loyal to you and give my son solomon a wholehearted devotion to keep your commandments status and decrees and to do everything to build the palatia structure for which i have provided now i want you to understand that if you see me today and you like what you see in me it because there was a father in my life if you meet a child that what they carry is not what is pleasant to the eyes it means they lack a father being a father goes more the world in which we live in one of the ingredients that is lacking is patience and you see fathers Abusing the environment for which children will grow up to become good mothers and good fathers. The Bible said in John chapter 4 verse 20. The Bible said when Jesus met the woman of the world. She said our fathers worship on this mountain. And you Jews say that in Jerusalem is a place where one ought to worship. This was a woman who was walking in the steps of his fathers. And most of the time. What I want you to understand, if you have a child, or you have adopted somebody, or you see somebody who you've considered as a, fa- as a, as a child under your auspices as a father, I want you to understand that everything you do, willingly or unwillingly, you leave a print in the heart and in the mind and in the destiny of that child. 
our lives have come to a place with our fathers. First Samuel chapter 10 verse 11. The Bible said that it happens. It happened when all who knew him formerly saw that he indeed prophesied among the prophets. I'm talking about Saul. That, he, that the people said to one another. What is this that has come upon the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? What are they saying? They are saying that when Saul was mingling with the prophet and prophesying. The Bible said he has not got the qualification to prophesy because his father was not a prophet. And they said, how can Saul prophesy when his father is not a prophet? The extensity, how far your children will go is based on the fathers. And I pray that every child in the midst of us right now, you'll be placed in the place of the right stand, in the place God wanted your son, so that your father will be glorified. I pray over the life of many under the sound of my voice, that may your fathers not disappoint you, placing you in the place you ought not to stand, but may you stand in the place God wants you to stand. We have people among us, they are rebellious, they are rude, they are reckless, not because they choose to, but because they were around the wrong father. In 1 Samuel chapter 17 verse 28, the easy reading version says, Saul asked him when David killed Goliath. The Bible said David killed Goliath. When he killed Goliath, there was supposed to be promotion given to David. But the first thing they asked David was that he said and Saul asked him young man who is your father David answered I am the son of your servant Jason from Bethlehem <laughs> praise the Lord in Genesis chapter 49 verse 25 to 26 even by the God of our father who shall help thee and by the almighty who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above and blessings of deep that lieth under the blessings of the breast and of the womb the blessings of thy father has prevailed above the blessings of thy progenitor unto the uttermost born of the everlasting hills they shall be on the head of joseph and on the crown of his head and on the crown of the head of him that was separate from his brother. Precious one, listen to me. As I finish, if you are a young guy here, a young child, a young person, if you are a young woman, a young child, a young male, the extensity of your life is based on your father. I don't know what I would do without a father. When my late father died, I am happy I found a father who is coach. Precious one, if you are here and you don't have a father, pray to God to give you a father. That is why he himself, God, consider himself as a father. Forget this thing going on with all respect to single mothers. 
A child needs a father. <laughs> if you are here and you are making big money, you have a car, you have everything you need in life, and you think you don't need your father, you can talk to your father anyhow. Your life will never go far. To honey, the Bible said that Jacob called all his children. He said, Come, 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 come. They, what do you Joseph, I didn't go to my school. I've not even sit at the palace before, but come, come, everybody come. He called his 12 servant children in the house. I think it was even a single room. Eh? It was a single room. He called them into our room. He, who called them? A father. He said, Father said what? He said, Come, come and sit here. He said, Come to the single room. And I will determine your future from this single room. You have no idea of a father. I remember I was here and the home office wrote to me. And they sent me four letters because we are four in our families. My wife, my two children, and my wife. They gave me immediate, they said you have 28 days. I want you to go back to Ghana. I sat on the dining table. And when I sat at the dining table, I was about to cry. The letter came not on Thursday. It came on Friday. So you have Saturday to cry. You have Sunday to cry. Then become more confused. Then Monday, the confusion will be so drastic. I sat at the dining table and I phoned my father. And Praise God. I said, Father, they said I should go back. He said, son, listen. You are not going back. I said, what do you mean? The letter said, I'm going back. He said, I, the Lord told me he sent you here for a purpose. And that purpose can never be violated, not even by the home office. By Monday morning, I had another, phone, another letter come back to me on the phone call. No, no, the phone call came back to me. They said, we are very sorry the letter was written wrongly. You don't know who a father is. He said, come to this room. I will tell you what will befall you outside. It's not your education. <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about. Joseph has sat in the palace. But his father said, come. I would <laughs> he said, come let me tell you what will befall you outside. Hey, don't marry a man without a father. If you have a father when i was about to start this ministry here i phoned my father and i said i'm starting my friends told me you are foolish just start the ministry just start a ministry in your own name and get a, a, a just start something on your own don't do a branch from what you are you were in ghana listen much of what a father does is not what he does physically when i came here if i if i didn't have a father this ministry would have gone already Praise the Lord. That is why it is important to have a father. <laughs> ah, do you know who a father is? I became, I can tell you many times, I became sick at the point of death. The doctors told me I have a few days to live. My father came, the doctor told me I would die. He said, what is in your blood? He told me, I will tell you. He said, there are two ways of getting this. It wasn't AIDS. It was a disease. 
that was eating me up. I was becoming slave. My eyes turned into yellow. When you look at, I look at the sun. I can't even look at the sun. The doctor said you are dying. You will die. He said you are dying tomorrow. Tomorrow next. I said wow. They said you have acquired a disease that you will get either through sex or blood transfusion. At that time, I've done none of them. My father came and they said, your son is going to die. He said, no, my son will not die. I said, why? He said, wait, I'm coming. He went to his room and brought me one of his own cloth. You don't understand this. He put it on me. He said, sleep with this gown. Sleep with this dress so that we will see whether you will die or you will not die. When I slept and I woke up, something happened to me. You don't know who a father is. A father. <laughs> you can't do without a father. With all respect to women. But always remember, you can't do without a woman. But the father is ahead. Stand on your feet as I finish this. Anybody in this house lacking a father, I pray that may God be your father. I pray that anything that will cause you to humble yourself under the covering of your father. I pray that may you find a father in your life. As I happen to be your spiritual father. I pray over your life. That may your habit and behavior not take you under the covering of a father. I pray for you that may you find favor in Jesus name. Amen. Somebody put your hands together, take your seat.